Hi, my name is Michael Lee, and I'm glad that you can join us here online. And I know for many people in the States, it's been times of uncertainty. And I know that um, during this time in America, well, when the government had placed a lot of uh, the people in quarantine, it was a very difficult time for a lot of people, and still is. And I know that for uh, my wife and for our kids, uh, being at home was not very easy. And all our kids had to learn to adjust and learn to uh, uh, have their time of school through um, distance uh, learning. And they had to go online and, you know, they, but being at home, uh, they wanted to relax. They, they wanted to do their own things. Uh, they felt they wanted to make it feel like it was the weekend. Um, but be, because they wanted, we wanted to treat it like it was a school day, we had to make sure that they follow certain rules. And so what my wife did was on a, a whiteboard, she would write down the schedule that they had to follow each and every day. Uh, just because they weren't at school, they still had to do things at home, uh, like chores, cleaning up, uh, they had to do the dishes. And so this helped them. If they lo lost focus, they can always look at the whiteboard to see what they were supposed to do and what was expected of them. And the same thing goes for us and for the Israelites. Uh, God makes it clear that we are to follow His commandments as He shows and reveals us through His Word. Deuteronomy chapter 6, verses 1 through 9. These are the commands, decrees, and laws the Lord your God directed me to teach you to observe in the land that you are crossing the Jordan to possess, so that you, your children, and their children after them may fear the Lord your God as long as you live by keeping all his decrees and commands that I give you, and so that you may enjoy long life. Hear, Israel, and be careful to obey so that it may go well with you, and that you may increase greatly in a land flowing with milk and honey, just as the Lord, the God of your ancestors, promised you. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. Love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your strength. These commandments that I give you today are to be on your hearts. Impress them on your children. Talk about them when you sit at home and when you walk along the road, when you lie down and when you get up. Tie them as symbols on your hands and bind them on your foreheads. Write them on the door frames of your houses and on your gates. As we look here in Deuteronomy chapter 6, we see that this is a very important chapter as the Israelites are preparing to enter into the land that God had promised them. But before they do that, God had some things that they wanted. He had some rules and he wanted some to let them know the expectations that he has placed on them uh, before they enter into their new land. And the first thing that we see here is that God tells them to make sure that they fear the Lord their God, uh, verses 1 to 3. 
And we see in the previous uh, chapter that Moses had given the Israelites the Ten Commandments. And as they are living by and they have these rules that were set out for them, it helped them to give a guideline in terms of how to live their lives. And so this was monumental in the history of the Israelites, that they're given the Ten Commandments, they're given the rules, and they're spoken by God and given by Him uh, for their sakes. And so we see here the heart of God uh, through His words that were written. And after this gets established, uh, we see that he, as He's preparing them, uh, because they've been wandering in the desert for 40 years, and now they're finally arriving at a place that they can call home. Uh, so God is preparing them. And he starts off in chapter 6 by saying that now this is the commandment. Uh, now the Hebrew here is emphatic, uh, meaning that there's emphasis here. Uh, so if you were to read it with that understanding, it would look like this. He's telling them, Moses is telling them to pay attention to keep the commandments. And so this is very important. He's saying that this is the one overarching principle. This is uh, that encapsulates all the things that you've learned, all the commandments. This is the commandment that you need to learn. And he's saying in verse 2 that you need to fear the Lord your God. Now there are a number of ways to look at and approach the word fear. A lot of us, we are familiar with it when we're approaching something that is unknown or something that can cause us to be anxious, uh, we, can, we consider that to be fear. Uh, but in this case, the word fear here is in, used in terms of being in awe of something or out of love and respect. And so God is asking them, will you fear me? Will you re be reminded that I am your God and that you will have no other gods before me? And so especially seeing this as being revealed to them, uh, reminding them that He is the God who parted the Red Sea. Uh, he was the God that sent the plagues on the Egyptians. Uh, he is the God that was with them uh, cloud by day, fire by night. And so all these things they should be reminded and that they would fear God, that they would be in awe of who He is as they approach this new land. And for us as well, we may have witnessed many different things that God has done for us, uh, whether it be in a form of a miracle or maybe in small or big ways, God has revealed himself to us. Now we have to be reminded to fear him and live according to his words and not by our standards, uh, which is very important. And then it goes on. He tells us not only to fear the Lord our God, but we are also told to love the Lord our God in verses Four to nine. Uh, and so we are told that the Lord our God, He is one. That though He is a triune God, that though there is the Holy Spirit, uh, though there is God the Father and Jesus the Son, they are still one. Uh, they are together. And so the Israelites are told to love the Lord their God with all their soul, with all their hearts, and with all their mights. And so this is telling them that He's showing them that we need to completely love God and Him alone. And this is appropriate because God completely loves us. How can we not respond in the same way? And we often think that God demands from us a hundred different things, whether it be our money, you know, our time, or our future. Uh, but what God really wants from us is our love. And that is 
something, it's very simple, but yet it can be very difficult um, when we're trying to live in, in this world. Uh, later in the New Testament, uh, Jesus called this the greatest commandment in Matthew 22, verse 37 to 38. And so this commandment is not a one-time event. Uh, it's meant to be carried on for the rest of our lives. Uh, not only should we follow it, but we are told to pass it on to the next generation. Uh, I know that there are times where we can be so consumed by our own present situation, whether it be with our jobs or whether it be about uh, finances, whatever it might be. But we need to consider and also factor in the next generation. What are we leaving to our children? What are we teaching them? What are we helping them to understand? And most of all, who they, uh, who they serve, who they follow, who is the God that they worship? Is it the same God that we are worshiping? If we are on the right track, are we helping our children to be on that same path? Because that is our job. That is our responsibility that we pass on to the next generation to help them to follow and love the God that we are serving now in this present day and age. So there are two things that I want to leave for us as a reminder that as you carry on your day or if you need something to be reminded of in terms of what we learned through our passage today, and it is to fear and love God. That is what he is telling us. And what that may look for you may be different, but uh, it is evident that uh, for us, our hearts are prone to wander. Our, we're so easily deceived and we're easily uh, enticed by different things in this world. But remember to be in awe of God for who He is. Uh, let's be reminded of what He's done for us and that we will live our lives committed uh, to the gospel and committed to living for His glory and not for ourselves. And so can we pray for that and ask, invite Him and pray that this will be lived out in our lives. Let us pray. Father, we just thank you, uh, Lord, for this reminder and even through this uh, short passage of how we are called to fear you. And I pray that, um, Lord, that we would not go about our days uh, sinning or doing the same things or our own routine, uh, but, Father, we will learn to really put you uh, above our, ourselves and above our schedules. And so we just pray, God, for your grace. We just pray, Lord, that uh, we would live uh, with your word ingrained in our minds and in our hearts and that we will live it out, uh, God, each and every moment. For we know that uh, you have loved us and how can we not love you back? Thank you for your word today. Guide us and lead us. And in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Singer soul, lifting up our God and stepping in closer.